Hello, friend, and welcome to the Project Virtue podcast. Here at Project Virtue, our mission is to inspire girls to take a stand for Christ. I'm your host, Sarah Gentry, and I'm so thankful that you've chosen to listen. Together, let's take a stand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Project Virtue podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It truly is such an encouragement to me to see people that are listening, that are sharing this with their friends, that leave comments, and, you know, not because I feel like I need that sort of validation, but it genuinely encourages me so much to see people that are interested in studying God's Word and in in learning about topics from His Word and that are really just supporting the work of Project Virtue in general. Every time you listen to the podcast, every time you share a post, it genuinely does encourage me to keep going, to not lose heart, to not grow weary of doing good. And it is just such an encouragement to me. And you are being used by God as an encouragement in this work. So I hope you understand that and know just how appreciative I am that you are listening to this podcast. So again, Thank you so much for choosing to listen. A couple things regarding Project Virtue. At the moment, I am working to develop some more blog posts to put on the Project Virtue website. So if there's anything, uh, ever anything that you would like to be addressed on the website, please leave me a comment, send me a message. I would love to write about answering your questions, anything biblically related or even Christian living, Christian lifestyle. I would love to get into those things on the blog in a more detailed way than maybe I can do on a podcast or in a video or a regular social media post. So please send in any requests you have for those blog posts. Thank you to everyone that listened to the episode from last week with my boyfriend Alec. That has been the best performing uh, episode that I have had thus far, which just does my heart so much good and made me so happy. I loved having Alec on there, and we are already thinking, talking, um, hoping to do another podcast in the future. I loved getting to just have that conversation with him and answer your questions. Obviously, I love talking to him, and I think everyone really benefited from that conversation. So again, thank you for listening. A third thing I wanted to mention is that I'm going to be having several guests on the podcast in the next few weeks. Sister Cindy Dunnigan has agreed to be on this podcast. She is originally from Oregon. Her and her husband are currently traveling the world in a Mercedes van that has a bed, bathroom, everything. They're currently traveling the nation, visiting churches of Christ, writing about their findings, and just encouraging brothers and sisters around the country. And I just love that. And I had the opportunity to hear Miss Cindy Dunnigan give a couple seminars while I was in Illinois this past week. She was such an encouragement, so I asked her if she would uh, be on the podcast, and she graciously agreed. So she will be coming in the next few weeks. One of my best friends, Jessica Scott, has also agreed to be on the podcast, sharing we're going to be having a conversation about relationships and specifically how to make the most if you're in a season of singleness. Both of us, she's engaged and I'm dating now, but... 
Um, she was so intentional about her time of singleness, which is something that I always really admired about her. And I just really appreciated that. And so I wanted to have that conversation with her for any of you sisters that are in a season of singleness. So all of those conversations are going to be on the podcast in the next few weeks. I have several other guests that I haven't even reached out to yet that I'm looking forward to, Lord willing, having on the podcast. And I'm just excited to see what else the Lord continues to do with this podcast. I love podcasting. I um I love to write, but there's just something about sitting here, you know, feeling like I'm having a conversation with you, even though I can't see you, but I like to imagine that we're just getting coffee, chatting about the goodness of the Lord and His Word and things that we can learn from that. So that's kind of a rundown of some of the things you can expect with Project Virtue over the next few weeks, but enough with all the announcements. Let's get into the text. If you've been following along on the podcast, you know that we are ready for a second part of our series on Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, and I have been so enjoying the study behind these two episodes related to Romans chapter 12. There is so much. I think I could go through an entire series on the chapter of of Romans chapter 12. There's just, it's an overwhelming amount of goodness of richness that the Lord through the Apostle Paul gave us in the book of Romans, but especially in chapter 12. There's just a lot here. So I definitely had to split this into two parts to talk about verses 1 and 2. So uh, two weeks ago, we went over verse 1 talking about being a living sacrifice. What does that mean? How do we how do we live as this living sacrifice? What does that look like in our lives? So today we are ready for verse 2. So as always, I'm going to start with the text. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And there is really so much that we can unpack here, but I'm going to break it down into basically two segments. The first is thinking about what this means to not be conformed to this world. This goes further into how we live as these living sacrifices. This is the how of our sacrifice. I I really believe that these verses are connected. And this, this word world, this is also translated as the word age, as we see in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12, that in that context, it's talking about the armor of God and about how we don't fight with each other. We're fighting with the rulers of this age, with with princes and, and spiritual beings. This is a spiritual fight. So it's the same word that's used there as age. This is describing the evil in this world. This isn't talking about the world as a planet or as this place in which we live. But again, this is talking about the evil in this world. God made the world and said that it was good in Genesis chapter 1. But it was only after sin came into the world that this this evil prevailed. And and this this evil is what we know as as the, the world. This is the worldliness that we are to stay away from. This word could also be alluding to the concept of the God of this age. 
uh, that we see in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4 about not being conformed to this world, but we can easily see that this is about not being like those around us. This is about not serving the God that they serve. That would be Satan. That would be the, the evil in this world. But this is about serving the one true God. And frankly, I think this may be one of the hardest commands of all scripture. We are not to be like the world in anything. The way that we post on social media, the way that we dress, the way that we speak, all of these are reflective of who we are serving, whether it is the God of this age or the King of all kings. We have to be vigilant about that. We have to be mindful of that, mindful that our every action reflects the God that we serve. We are his image bearers. We are his creation. Everything in our lives should point to the fact that he created us and we live for him. But Paul doesn't just tell us to stop something, but we are to replace a negative behavior with a positive behavior. And this is being transformed. So not only are we not being conformed to this world, but we are transformed. And I can't speak or write about this concept without giving the illustration of a butterfly. The beauty of a butterfly is only beautiful because it has been transformed. The caterpillar is raw. The cocoon is messy. But the end result is beauty. God uses our raw and messy to bring about beauty. His beauty. And just like the butterfly, that's what we were created for. And this isn't in my notes, but I also have to bring up thinking about Ezekiel chapter 37 in the Valley of Dry Bones. That has been one of my favorite scriptures for many years because this is such a beautiful story of the way that God uses dead and dry and broken things and breathes his life into those things. I love Isaiah chapter 55, I believe, as well. Towards the end of that chapter, it talks about where the thorn was shall be a cypress. So again, this is talking about beauty from the ashes, good things that come out of worthlessness. And that is the power that our God has. So we are not to be conformed to this world, but we are to be transformed. We are to allow him to make those changes in our lives, to make something beautiful, to be as a potter with clay, as we also read about in the Old Testament. That is what he does for us. So again, I love the illustration of the butterfly and thinking about Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. We were created to be beautiful for him. In Romans chapter 11 and verse 36, right before these verses occur, it says, For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. So again, we are from him. We are through him and we are to him. This is our purpose of creation. And this transformation involves the sacrifice of verse 1. And it's a hard it's a hard thing to give up the things of this world and to change our lives. But like the butterfly, this is what we were made to do. When God made humanity, he said that it was very good. But after sin came into the world, that's when things became broken. But Jesus sent his sa- that God sent Jesus the savior to bring these things back to life, to make beauty from the ashes, to bring things back to their state of 
goodness. Not because this world is good, but because there is so much good in the Father. Again, this is what we were created to be and what we were created to do. And in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 24, Matthew 16 and verse 24 says, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And just as we continually sacrifice, as we talked about in verse 1, we are continually transformed. This does not mean that our initial salvation was not good enough and we're constantly, you know, trying to be saved as if we were not saved when we were baptized into Christ. But this means that we are constantly growing to become more and more like Jesus. Recently, a song that keeps popping up in my life that God actually really used to teach me a valuable lesson recently is a song by Zach Williams. It's called Less Like Me. It talks about being more like Jesus and less like myself. Because again, because of sin, I am broken. And I need Jesus. I need to be more like Jesus. And Jesus calls us to deny ourselves, to sacrifice ourselves, to not be conformed to this world, but to be transformed. So what are some practical tips we can take away from Romans chapter 12 and verse 2? I will admit that it was a little bit challenging to come up with some practical tips for this because I feel like it's just so powerful and it's so straightforward. Like, do not be conformed to this world. Do not be like the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I will mention that I plan to talk about renewal and discernment, these concepts, in further episodes. So that will be coming, part of why I decided not to go into that in this episode, but to really hone in on not being conformed, but instead being transformed. But anyway, what are some practical, chi- practical tips um, from Romans chapter 12 and verse 2? The first thing I would say is to take inventory of your attitudes towards the language that you use or your posts on social media your clothing and the way you carry yourself and the way you treat others. Do you talk like the world? Do you post like the world? Do you dress like the world? We have to be honest with ourselves. Again, we're transformed by the renewal of our mind. This is an intellectual and spiritual um, process. We have to consider what our lives are like, whether or not we are acting like the world or whether we are being transformed to be more like Jesus. So take inventory of that. Pray about this. Ask God to help you to be more like Jesus. This is my prayer every single day. I am not always good at this. My selfish pride gets in the way. I say and do things that I shouldn't do that Jesus would not do. So every day I pray, please make me more like Jesus because he is our true example. So take inventory of those things. How are you doing in being more like Jesus in every area of your life. The second tip that I would give, read and really dig into the rest of Romans chapter 12. The rest of Romans chapter 12 really gets into the nitty gritty of, okay, how am I supposed to live? If I'm going to be living like Jesus, what does that look like? Like, how do I actually do that in my life. There's so many things throughout the rest of Romans chapter 12. Let love be genuine. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Bless those who persecute you. On and on and on. There's so many good things. So I would encourage you to read, study through the rest of Romans chapter 12. And the third thing, commit these verses to memory. Memorize Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. Write them on sticky notes to post wherever you're going to see them most frequently. Figure out ways to share them with your friends that you're talking about these things. 
really ingrain these words into your heart because this will help you to be more like Jesus more than anything else. Jesus himself had scripture memorized so that he could refute the enemy to not give in to temptation. So I'm a huge proponent of Bible memory. I think it's one of the most powerful tools a Christian has. So definitely commit these verses to memory. So again, I will be digging into renewing our minds discernment in a few weeks, but that's a pretty good overview, rundown, uh, very basic, but just some good things for us to think about from Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. As always, if you have any questions for me related to anything that I talked about in this podcast, anything that I've written about on Project Virtue, I highly, highly encourage you, I implore you to please ask me. I will clear up anything if I have said something that was incorrect. Please correct me on those things. I genuinely want to share the truth and nothing but the truth. So if you do that, I greatly appreciate it. If you have anything, again, that you'd like for me to cover on this podcast, please reach out to me to share that with me as well. And if you know of someone that you would love to hear on this podcast that I can have a conversation with um, that can share meaningful lessons from their own lives or things that they've learned from the word, please share that with me as well. Again, I'm always open to ideas. I greatly appreciate when people are like, you know, I really want to hear about this. And so I never have to wonder if that's really something that's going to be a good topic. So I was also going to mention that I will be at some point going through at least the beginning of Genesis. I don't know if I will go through the whole book but I had a lot of interest sparked from some of my Instagram stories related to the book of Genesis. And I'm just absolutely in love with the book of Genesis. It has been so encouraging, so many lessons, so many things that have jumped out at me. So again, I will be going through that eventually. It might not be a consecutive series because I will be having guests on. But as always, please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of those. And again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And until next time, God bless. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And if you would like to see more of Project Virtue, you can go to projectvirtue.com or you can find us on Facebook at Project Virtue or find me on Instagram at It's Sarah Elizabeth. Thank you again and have a great day.